Good morning and welcome to Sweet Seats episode 33. I'm your host Andrew Heidenen and we have bracketologist Ryan Bunn plus bracketologist DJ Morrow and Ben Hibbs alongside. Today we have a great schedule. We have our Women's Tournament Championship recap, Men's Championship preview, and College World predictions for you today. Hello mom and dad. Did you watch the Women's Championship game today? Are you talking to your mom and dad? Are you talking to us? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just uh, like to say hi to your mom as well, though. But uh, hey, mom. If you're talking to us, uh, yeah, I watched a women's national championship game. I mean, I was expecting a lot more heading into it. Uh, Caitlin Clark, an absolute baller. Uh, points. W- the women's Steph Curry easily dropped 30, but I mean, they kind of got blown out. They lost by what 17, 102 to 85. Is that the right math there? It DJ? is. Yeah, but uh, they kept. I mean, they kept up a fight. You know, as much as it you know got out of hand at times. You know, they've always made sure to. Know, keep um, LSU on their toes. They never really let LSU settle. I mean, there are some times they did, but I mean, Caitlin Clark always was applying pressure. And that was just something that they really still couldn't really stop that much. They were just depending on her to miss, and that was the, really the only way that they can survive. Yeah. I saw. I mean, and they did, though. LSU played yeah. a good game. It's but yeah, they also played a heck of a game, too. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they got a yeah. lot of good players. I mean, they had three players that dropped 20 Jasmine Carson, uh, Alexis Morris and Adaja Williams. My favorite player had six points. La- last year, Poa, personal favorite of mine, uh, last absolute year. baller. First name last year. Six points for seven minutes. Last year, Poa. Her first name is last tier. That's like, pronounced last year also. Nice. Six strange. points in seven minutes is right. absolutely incredible. Is anyone surprised by that I would not win? Because I'm Honestly, not. Honestly, I wanted them to win, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not really surprised. I mean, they were the underdogs, too, so yeah. they didn't really have nothing to lose, for real. Uh, yeah. I mean, Except looking at the games before that, though, they were evenly matched. Like, Virginia Tech was one, and South Carolina was one, both yeah. of them. Yeah. And they both beat each other, or they both beat the first seed by similar amount of points yeah. each time. <clears throat> and then LSU comes in yeah, and I, just I, blows I, them out. So. I think that was the big upset was I was able to take down undefeated South Carolina, which mm-hmm. earlier in our podcast – uh, a couple weeks ago, yes, we, with me, DJ. Drew, and DJ all predicted South Carolina to go out there and win it all easily, well, handily. I do want to oh, mention, yeah. DJ said, he said, and I remember this, oh, yeah. I see there's a chance that Iowa could win. So that's credit hey, for DJ. I mean, hey, they, yes. they, they almost did it. I mean, and it was, they what I've seen from that game, it was just great coaching. You know, i seen, like, um, the Iowa coach, she kind of realized and um, went a, a full steam at how – South Carolina, their weakness is shooting. They couldn't shoot for nothing. I seen like, you see how far back they were playing from the three point yeah. line. When every time South Carolina had the ball, there was one time too that one girl literally let um, a South Carolina player dribble up for a mid range shot. Miss? She yeah. she didn't want to take it. She took it and it didn't even hit, it hit the other side of the backboard. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no way, this is actually working. So I mean, that was great coaching by them. But I also think South Carolina also had a little. Poor coaching on their side, too, yeah. that could have changed something up for them. Would you mm-hmm. have made that shot, DJ? Oh, come on now. You know, <laughs> I mean, especially if it's wide open like that. and they give well, right. So is that yes or no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go to our talk about quickly about the Final Four from Magic. I at least would have hit the rim. <laughs> at least would have hit the rim. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Final Four, we saw the San Diego State buzzer beater win. And oh UConn pretty comfortably win, I would say. That was an incredible win, an incredible win for San Diego State. You know, coming back from what they were down like 14 points, definitely down double figures, and they 12, came back and they pulled. Hey, 
a buzzer beater is a buzzer beater is a buzzer beater. Most Honestly. greatest thing in all sports so, is a buzzer beater. Who here were you guys watching? I was. Yeah. No, no I, I wasn't. I, wasn't. I didn't even watch it. I was on spring break. I was probably doing something else, fishing so, or something. But I am so surprised yeah. that Florida Atlantic won. They were on a roll. I know I've said this on previous podcasts that they don't know what they're doing in the championship. And I might have been right, but they held their own and held them until the last yeah. bit of the game. But I am so surprised. I thought they were just going to go all the way. But honestly, that was very surprising to me. I but, really thought that was going to be a win for Florida Atlantic, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really yeah. see San Diego really being able to take it from them. Yeah, especially because San Diego State, their thing that they do is defense. They did yeah. that really well all season. And then they gave up 70 points to FAU. So I thought 70 points could be enough to beat San Diego State. But finally, the offense you started were, clicking. You were watching the game. Oh, yeah. You can't, I can't be the only person who thought he took – it looked like he was going to take one too many extra dribbles and run out oh, the clock. Yeah, he, he looked like – like almost every other like buzzer beater opportunity play that we've seen yeah. all college basketball tournament this season is they've got a last second opportunity and they screw it up either by a bad game plan or just bad execution. Yeah. But finally the execution goes well, but coaching goes well, and yeah. he did it. But it looked like he was gonna dribble. He obviously he's dribbling. He cuts back, and there's a second left. He takes another dribble. I was like, what is this guy doing? He got the shot off with, I believe, 0.7 seconds left. Yeah. That's he, unbelievable. He nailed it. Nothing but net. That's Switch. Steph Curry type stuff. That reaction time. Yeah. And that Did you see that post speed. of how close his foot was to the out-of-bounds oh, yeah. line? Yeah. Literally millimeters. Yeah. Literally? Yeah. Millimeters. Like, yeah, it was like right here from stepping out. Oh, out-of-bounds. my gosh. So Amazing. Close. And it was incredible. But and that's with the dribbling out, like Drew was saying, going back to Michigan State, my favorite team, obviously. It's so sad they lost against Kansas State. But I was watching that game up <laughs> down in Florida, and me and my dad were yelling at this lady's TV who we were staying at her house. We were yelling at the TV, telling this guy to shoot. The um, Whoever was in the three-point line past there, all of them had a chance to shoot. All of them did, and none of them did. They all had a chance at least like half a second to a second. They all could have shot. None of them did. Hey, but State did make the Sweet 16, just they like did. Michigan in the NIT. Yep. All right. So we're, <laughs> we're going to talk. in tournament. You gonna, know that, right, Drew? Yes, I do. So we're going to talk about. National Invitational Tournament. We're going to talk about the championship game tonight. Who do you got? DJ, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to go DJ, Ben, Ryan. I'm going to talk UConn or San Diego State. All right, DJ. Right now, I'm going to say UConn. If I if I switch, I'll let you know. But right now, I'm, I'm going to go with UConn. I think they got it in the bag. Benjamin? Uh, I don't know. UConn, I'm going to go with them because they've just beaten out every team. They look like they have good defense or the other team just can't shoot. Right. But <laughs> yeah. uh, they've had good point differences up until the championship. And I don't know. They just seem like they're going to win their hold, hold their own. And have good defense. That's going to be the key player. And being able to shoot is also another thing. But being able to hold like them back from scoring points and being able to, able to just get an average amount of points off when you're holding the team back is a big thing. Yeah, I definitely so, got UConn. UConn. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you guys. I mean, UConn, they've blown out every single team that they've played. And they've played some tough teams. they played Miami's a good team. Gonzaga's a good team. I mean, Arkansas, they were on a nice little They were run. serviceable. They played good teams just all tournament long, and they've dominated every team they played, and that's thanks to uh, Adama Sanogo, who's been say, an incredible yeah. player. Dropped 21-10 last game. I mean, if he can stay hot like he has, it, it's over. I, I got I got UConn by 20. I Dang. Just, oh, I agree with that. Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to say UConn will have 
was up to a 30-point lead at one point in this game. <laughs> Almost 30. UConn is going to win this game. Another important big thing about UConn, they have three players who are um, participating in Ramadan right now, but it seems like it has not slowed them down. Oh, wow. So congrats to those guys. That's, I mean, that, a, that's difficult. That's yeah, a huge that's thing. Major. Going through yeah. the game while fasting, you know, having to take breaks. And Very impressive. Break that, their fast during the game is dude, insane. When that clock hits 12 after some of those games. Whenever, well, not 12. It's as soon as... Uh, it's sundown. Sundown. Okay. Yeah. That's. I knew it was something like that. Sorry for anyone I offended and not. I don't know who's watching, but that's that could be crazy. Just seeing the calories they have to eat to keep up their energy during the game at night. Yeah, it's especially crazy. when you're playing a sport like basketball, you need oh, yeah. that fuel. You need that energy as like quickly as bar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> only it's other like fast twitch energy. Only other Gatorade. athlete who I know can do it is Muhammad Salah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get some soccer. All so right. Good soccer players. So we all say UConn winning. So we're gonna jump over now to our college football playoff. Our first preview of the season coming up. College football predictions for next year. This is very early in the year. There's not much that we know yet besides players who are on teams. We don't know. Transfer portal still happening. People could still injuries could still happen. Of course, of course. different people could mm-hmm. jump people in the in the uh, roster. You could see players who you don't even don't even know about yet be a breakout stars. But what do you guys see coming into the season uh, next? Talking year? about nobodies, Michigan, uh, <laughs> a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think they'll be lucky to scrape top four this year. Really? I think they're gonna, I think yeah. they're gonna have a rough year. That's just me. I mean, they've got good talent. They got running backs. JJ McCarthy's coming back for his revenge year. You know, <laughs> after what happened against TCU. I don't think he he's all that. TCU. I, yes, he did. JJ McCarthy. Oh, I thought. Yeah, I think no, like JJ McCarthy yes, is coming yes, back yes. for his revenge year, and I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to do anything. I, I think mention, he has to come back. He's he was only a sophomore last year. I, I, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> top, I'm, Who I think was he's lucky? JJ. JJ. Top four. I, I think. He was a senior. I think, no. Nah. Oh, he's a, he's a, junior. a fifth year senior. JJ. He's like this will be his fifth year. This is going to be his third year. Oh. True I, junior. I think he'll have trouble against Michigan State. I think he'll have trouble against Ohio State. Oh, yeah. I think Penn State's a solid team this year as well. Michigan State to the championship. Uh, as a Michigan fan, oh gosh. I look at the schedule, and um, the schedule is – it's it's definitely di- more difficult than last year, but the out-of-conference out of schedule is an absolute joke again for Michigan. Once again, nobody's. That's 3-0. I think Michigan will be able to do pretty well on the road in conference games. The only two games that scare me this year – are obviously Ohio State and at Penn State, and that at Penn State oh, game yeah. scares me a little more. That's gonna that's gonna be their whiteout yeah. game. That's gonna be a yeah. night game at Penn State. The atmosphere will oh, be absolutely man. electric. I mean, we've seen that those clips of that Michigan Penn State game what few years ago, twenty yeah. eighteen or nineteen. Ama- yeah. Amazing game, by the way. When you just can hear the absolute roar from the crowd, and they made Michigan call a timeout on the first play of the game or something like that, amazing. right off the kickoff. Oh no, yeah, Penn mm. State, insane atmosphere. Excellent Goodness. job by them. No, yeah, I remember that game. Penn State was up 21 nothing at, at one point in the game. I think, I think the game ended 28-24. Michigan made a comeback. But p- playing at Penn State, especially on their whiteout games at nighttime, no, almost fight. impossible to win. That's a no, fight. a lot of people don't talk about that, though. Like, atmosphere in the stadium you're in and the fans influence the play so much to an unbelievable level. Yeah, like I mean, It's 100,000 people. Yeah. Uh, the regional game for high school that I filmed highlights for recently on the 21st. Adams versus... Adams versus Grand Blank. Grand Blank yep. That was crazy. That's the most amount of people I've ever seen in the Lake Orion High School Fieldhouse. It was crazy. Dreams. It was so loud. There were so many people. The crowd, the f- student section from all the way from Grand Blank was bigger than the student section from Adams. Oh, yeah. I don't know 
how or why. I guess they were just that confident and they wanted to see their team play. But it was crazy. The atmosphere in Lake Orion was nothing like I've ever seen it. Yeah. And I think just from uh, the amount of fans being there from Graham Blank and like boosted them to win, and that's absolutely what's going to happen in Penn State. You know, imagine that times a billion when you're talking about exactly. yeah. the atmosphere of 100, college people? and like yeah. a crazy that amount of fans. So yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. I know there are above a hundred thousand people at in Penn yeah, State. Short that's to that whiteout so game, crazy. Is but the Michigan team is pretty much pretty much all returning. But I, I know there's mm-hmm. a few key p- p- players going to the draft. But Michigan has very good depth this year. I see them. I I know I'm a Michigan fan, so it's tough to say. So I'm gonna say 11 and one. But I truly see them going 12 and 0 this see, year. See, that's what I thought. I thought the same thing. I I really don't see them slowing down that yeah. much for real. Like they didn't really. I mean, they ended kind of rough. But I mean, at the same time, I still see that TCU. that head of steam that they got. Yeah, shout out TCU. I, mean, I think they're a good team, but I don't know. Just something about them just makes me think they're gonna slow down a bit. Really? Yeah. And the, the way they ended the season. But you said it like they're gonna suck. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna suck. Yeah. I think I think that, you I said think Michigan State. They'll get like three losses. I think they could lose three games. That's, I, I, don't I, I don't think that's you, that's your floor. I, no, I don't think they suck. I think that that's your floor. I think they'll be lucky to get the playoff this year. It's three losses your floor. Yeah. Okay. And what's your ceiling? Twelve and zero. Because I, I mean, I think they'll lose one at least. Okay. They'll I mean, find maybe. a way to lose to either Penn State I'm, or Ohio State. I'm, I'm not even Penn a State. Michigan. I'm not even a Michigan fan, and I think they're gonna do great. Just with the team they've got and how far they got last year. Feel like they're just gonna have the motivation. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be good teams, but I think another team you want to watch out for. And I think USC is gonna be a good team next year. Caleb Williams, of course, coming back to Heisman. Will winner. he win Heisman again? Yeah. I'll tell you right now. No, I, Donovan. Oh <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't think Great he should have. He shouldn't have won the Heisman he last should've. year. I think Max Duggan should have gotten it. <laughs> That's biased. A TCU fan. I think Max Duggan deserved it, and uh, he didn't get it. It's unfortunate. Stetson Bennett. Uh, but I think yeah, USC is a good team, and Oregon's a good team as well. Bo Nix, I think he's going to have a revenge. He's here. returning for his 18th season? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a Jeez. good player, man. you got to watch over Bo Nix. He started four years four years at Auburn. Three years at Auburn. Three years at Auburn? Three years at Auburn. Wait, so last, last year Last year he was a true senior? Yeah, I believe so. And then this year is his fifth-year senior. I'm looking at um, NCAA.com. They rank their preseason rankings for next year. LSU, obviously they're a good returning team. Florida State also... Ten and three last year. Florida State's gonna be solid. Florida State's gonna be solid. They have a great quarterback also, Incredible. and they're not they're not really losing anybody. I mean, Jordan Travis, he's a he's a fantastic quarterback. Washington's also gonna be really good next year. I think Utah's gonna take a bit of a hit. Same with Tennessee. Like what? No, watch out for Tennessee. I, I don't think Joe so. Milton's an incredible quarterback. I think he's the right guy to come in he's and replace Hendon Hooker. This he's is got a big arm. Is if, this a, if he, he can his sixth year? Joe Milton, no clue, but he's an incredible player. Yeah. I, th- I think Tennessee could do something this year. They could, but he was at Michigan before. He went to Tennessee. Obviously, that Michigan team is awful, the COVID year team. But he was atrocious. He can throw far, but his accuracy is terrible. He's a big guy, though. But unless he's really, unless I haven't seen something that he's really developed into a really solid player, I honestly don't see why there's so much hype around this Tennessee team. Yeah, unless he's a really solid quarterback because he was not when he was playing at Michigan. And I know that was three, four years ago. Long time three, ago. Three years ago, but... Yeah. I think he's developed. I think he's going to put on a show. All right. How about, what do you think of Oregon State? Oregon State? Yeah, DJ now, quarterback. Night. Different DJ. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Two different DJs. DJ Oogie Boogie, a quarterback. Uh, I don't know. Not, not my favorite team. I don't think they'll do anything. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I have one more team. Cade McNamara, Eric All, two transfers from Michigan, who both started 
not last year, but the year before that, Eric Hall was hurt. He probably would have played a lot. But I'm going to say Mich- it's smart that he transferred because Michigan, their tight end room is very, very good right now. So I like Eric Hall's his transfer. I think it makes sense for his career. And same with Cade McNamara. But I don't. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to do too I, much. I, I was always has a good defense. I was defense is always solid, yeah. Top notch. Not solid, but got solid. a bunch of big farmer boys, <laughs> big strong farmer boys <laughs> go out there and ball. Yeah. And and now they got a solid quarterback, a proven quarterback who can lead a team to a playoffs. And Cade McNamara, yeah, can he do it in Iowa? I think that they could. I think they could pick up some wins. I'd I think they might even make Big Ten championship. Yeah, I could, but I, Big Ten championship. And that side of the conference is still three, four losses. Yeah, it's just still very right. weak. It's Wisconsin right. and Illinois if they can do anything. Last team we're going to talk about is the team who won the guaranteed rate bull last year, the Wisconsin Badgers. 7-6 <laughs> <Seven and six laughs> last oh year. Gosh. New coach. Same team. Same team. They won 7-6 last year, but they have a new coach. So um, Luke Fickle, great coach. Although that, without having that coach to learn from that previous year, they're – brand new to all of his strategies they might change it up a little bit they might not be used to him so it depends on how they get along but the football season is short and the off season is long they have a lot of time mm-hmm. to That's develop true. under the system i think they'll be fine i think diamond wisconsin will fight for that championship game maybe to make the championship from that side of the conference i do think i will get it though i still think this is a four four loss team yeah i mean Iowa. Yeah, uh, both teams. Oh, I I was Iowa a, I was a three three four loss. Wisconsin's a four loss team. I don't, I don't okay. think Wisconsin's got that. I, I don't I don't think they'll do anything. I like, as always, that side of the Big Ten is always really weak, and they're gonna be even worse this year. Are there any predictions that we have not talked about that someone wants to mention? Real quick, I don't think so. Utah, watch out for Utah. Cameron Rising returning. <laughs> For yet another yeah, year, I, I think. Another year. I think Pac-12 is going to be dangerous this year. I think oh, yeah. be three really solid teams. I think they'll finally get one in the playoff. Can you as count much out? I, as much as I don't like the Pac-12, yeah. I think they'll finally get one in the playoff. You know what I don't like? 10 p.m. start games. Yes. Come on. Oh man. And they're coming to the Big Ten pretty soon. Oh yeah, UCLA. Mm-hmm. Taking so what do you think about UCLA this year? Nothing. UCLA, they won't do anything after losing their quarterback. They won't do anything. But yeah. UCLA, they'll have a good year. I mean. Then they'll come into the Big Ten, and not this year, upcoming year, but the next year, I believe, correct? They come into the Big Ten. So it's going to be interesting to see how they fare playing in those cold, wintry nights in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it's going to be it's gonna be definitely difficult for them. Do you two have anything, any prediction you want to say? I don't think no. so. All right, we're going to wrap this up really quickly. We're going to talk about Tigers baseball so far. The, the, Awful. Oh, my goodness. They played, the, they played the Rays three games. They played a series versus the Rays. The Rays scored 21 in those three games. Tigers, Oof. three. <laughs> Gosh. Awful. Gosh. That's, that's like a bad football score right Awful. there. 21 to three. Yeah. Yikes. Exactly. That's, it's like the Detroit Lions a few years ago. Like, a few years ago. They're back now, though. I don't know. They're coming back. I, we're not, I don't have time to get my rant Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. The Lions. <laughs> 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 doesn't matter. It's Jordan Love season. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Tigers. I mean, the Motor City Kitties, they got nothing this the year. The Motor City Kitties. I think, I think they can start 0-6, probably 1-8. They'll get be lucky to w- win one against the Red Sox. They won't do anything against the Strohs. And they got to head to Toronto to go play the Blue Jays. This team could honestly be 2-16. and 16. Yeah. Now, why is it? Is it the is it bad coaching? Is it just the GM new, doesn't know how coach. to recruit players? Or AJ Hinch, you know, I mean, he's new. had his struggles, of course, with the trash cans. But, um, I mean... The Tigers, the coaching's not terrible. Players aren't great. I mean, 
Thay is a solid. They got some young players, and uh, Miguel Cabrera is training for his final year. So Oof. I don't know. It's just something about Detroit braids. sports. He got braids. He did have See? braids. See. Yeah, no. Oh, does he still got them, or he took them out? I think he still has them. Uh, the team's going to be awful. Exactly. 162 games, correct? Yeah. And, or 162 games? 162, 162. Yeah, baseball. 162, I believe. And, and what's, what's lucky, your... They'll be lucky to win. They'll be lucky to win 60 crazy. games. Oh, yeah. I, I think they can lose. I think they might lose. Uh, they lose 100, I think. Oh, yeah. I think more than 100, I honestly. That <laughs> team's yeah. very bad. TJ's over here blown away. Who loses a hundred games, bro? Yeah, hundred sixty. hundred tries and you can't win they, one. They start here in April and they head all the way to October. It's a long season. That's and oh yeah, and they'll be lucky to win a couple. Well, all right. That, okay, I'm gonna do this. All right, that was good, cock. That's all the time we have. I hope you enjoyed our conversations. For my partners, Ryan Bunn, DJ Morrow, and Ben Hibbs. I've been Andrew Hutton. Have a good day. Goodbye, folks.